95. The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. Hello, good morning and welcome back onto the Morning Majlis. Now, we're going to be talking uh, about the world of rankings. Now, how, to what extent do we decide on a place to go to or, or decide on a hotel to stay at or a restaurant to visit or even a company to opt for, even gyms to sign up for based on rankings. But sometimes companies in the procurement department specifically would be interested in the world of rankings. Now, a lot of magazines, a lot of publications, a lot of uh, different uh, analysis companies uh, do uh, come up with their own rankings. And amongst them is uh, Dunn and Bradstreet. So we're speaking to the managing director, Manjit Chabra. So a very good morning to you, Manjit, and thank you for joining us on the Morning Majlis. Good morning, Abdul Karim, and thanks for having me. Well, you're joined by my co-hosts, Rania and uh, Ahmed as well, who will be throwing some interesting questions at you because we've got plenty. But first up, we want to ask you uh, about the ranking system. How do you come up with it? And uh, and you've been the, the, the company's been doing this for years, but uh, why rankings uh, specifically? Sure. So why ranking? And you started with the why. I think that's the right way. We also tell our customers every time start with the why. In fact, ask why at least three times so you define the problem first. But before we talk about what's specific to the new Dunst 100 ranking, which is new to UAE, this concept exists in other markets and we've been doing it for a while, like you said, but we brought it here. And the reason is simple. We have so many companies out there in our data cloud. We have 400 million entities. So this is, you can see the biggest database of commercial entities of a kind anywhere in the, in the, world, in the world. And for UAE itself, we are talking about 500,000 companies. In, in the context of Sharjah, we are talking about 70,000 companies. Mm-hmm. So this has all kinds of companies, big companies, small companies, good companies, and not so good companies. And uh, in in this market, we know that it's very difficult to get even a simple list of companies in a particular sector. Here we are talking about that list plus a ranking of top achieving companies in the country. So if any were to look for companies in a particular sector, it's very simple for you to look it up. You see all the key players and you look at the ranking. So Mm -hmm. I, I think for companies, it's about having that culture and mindset of continuous improvement. When you opt in to get this ranking, either you make the cut so you know you are best of the best, or you don't, but you get the feedback on areas for improvement. Because this is based on a set criteria. I mean, we we have been doing it for a while. We have a group of economists that are good at analyzing performance of these companies based on financial performance, based on operational performance, based on the quality of work that they've been doing, quality of management. So all of this comes together for us to assign a ranking to to the company. And can you talk to us about uh, how this number that you assign, how it correlates to the growth of a company? Sure. So uh, that's actually a very, very key factor. Uh, We look at, of course, um, the quantitative aspect and the qualitative aspect. So financials carry the maximum weight, but financials sometimes do not tell the entire story. So there might be a a new kid on the block who's very good at innovative stuff, so they will score high. But there is a company that has a good vintage, 
for example, has done in Bradstreet, if we are talking about 180 year of history and uh, legacy, that counts for something. You know that the company is very resilient. It has seen ups and downs. So there is vintage. We are looking at the trend year on year, if, the, if that is available. At least three years, if we have data points, we can see the trend in it and we can predict how this company is likely to do in the foreseeable future. And in general, what criteria exactly should the, the companies meet in order for them to score high? Sure. Yeah, that's a good question. So how we do it is, again, there is a set of questionnaire that's shared with the company. And they start with, of course, with what's the line of business, um, the history when this company came into being, and of course, who are the key clients, who are the main suppliers, uh, management background, what are their other business interests? Does it belong to a, a, a group? Is it a mainland company or it is uh, uh, present in one of the pre zones? So all of this information then comes back to us. We are looking at information within a particular sector. So we are comparing their performance to their peer group because you know the challenges vary from business to business. So they will be compared with other companies that exist within the same industry group or, or, or the peer group. And this then information, uh, of course, once we have all of this and we are uh, assigning the ranking, except in some way the feedback goes back to the company that this is your position or this is where you stand. Because benchmarking is really, really useful. Because all the time as business managers and owners, we are looking for validation of what we are doing. Because we know that we are already doing what we think is best for our business. We also know our own year-on-year performance, but we do not always know performance of our competitors. So we need to know really how is our growth or our performance compared with that of the industry. So I might be growing at 10% or 15% year on year as a business and I'm happy and proud of my achievements. But if my competitors are posting a growth of 40% year on year, there is something not to celebrate in that context. And in terms of benefiting a firm, uh, looking more into this, can a Dunn's number or a high score um, add valuation, monetary valuation to a company? So what it does is it provides an opportunity and a platform to the company that is part of this program. Mm -hmm. We have to remember that this is being looked at all over the world because we in these is present all over the world. Our clients are all over the world. So when somebody makes it in this list, they have the visibility and they have the trust because we are lending our trust of years to the performance of this company because it's a very, very sound methodology which is time-tested. So this company then gets to showcase its capabilities, its products, its services to the rest of the world. So if I, as a SME, if I make it to this list, I might get more inquiries from neighboring markets or from other countries. There could be m and opportunities. There could be partnership proposals. So there is a lot that I have to gain from this uh, ranking. Mm. So how does the ranking would work? Would you, let's say you, you offer it to, for example, your client is a government agency and they, you, you've approached them saying, sure. we'll, we'll come up with you and you know, we'll, we'll give you the ranking system. But on the other hand, you're saying that the, the listed companies will get a benefit as well. Would you go up to them and say, hey, we can rank you higher 
and here's a fee. Would you be able to do that? Or would that uh, is that something completely based on assessment and you only serve yeah. uh, the clients? Or yeah. how does it all work? No, it's absolutely 100% based on the performance of the company. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. So, so what will happen? You talked about uh, government. So because we are working closely with many government bodies here as well as uh, elsewhere in, in the world. And for them, procurement is big. So, you know, suppliers, they are very, very smart group of people. They, they know what they're looking at. They are all the time looking at good quality, delivered to them in the fastest possible time at, at the best terms, mm. which is rare. And this is where you need to have, of course, a good view into what options are available to you, which means, again, a bigger database to look uh, from. And the other thing that's important, and I think it's there in today's news also, and you talked about it earlier in the morning, the fines that are being issued by Central Bank, Ministry of Finance and various agencies about non-compliance. So now what happens is if you are dealing with someone, there is an implicit responsibility on you as procurement head and on you as a CEO and business owner to make the right choices. If the company is uh, on one of the watch lists or sanctions list, Uh, I think you, you you could be in some trouble if you are not aware of it. So it's important to look at some reliable source so you're making the right choices. Also, it is important for you to see who's the ultimate owner of the company. So all this information is looked at when we are analyzing a company. And the other thing that you want to do is, remember here we are not talking about the creditors. In creditors, you want to make sure that you get paid. But in the context of supply chain, you want to make sure that there is no disruption to your value chain or supply chain. You don't want to be in for a surprise. You don't want your supplier to fail you. So when you look at the ranking, you can be sure that if there is a company that's on this list or there is a company that's scored higher, they have a track record of performance. Yeah. So this gives you that comfort and peace of mind. And last but not least for the supply chain, we are also talking about securing best terms. So sometimes you do not see the linkages between companies that we see because we have been creating these, you know, this now in this day and age, everything is connected. So we see those dots and we can see the cross ownership between various entities. We can look at the partnerships. We can look at the alliances that exist and all these linkages exist. So just imagine as a procurement head, if you are sitting across the table to negotiate a big contract with someone and you have this good view, sometimes even in a graphical format of the company, you are talking about the parent-child relationship. You are looking at your overall spend with that group directly indirectly mm-hmm. the first layer of suppliers and the second layer we are talking about full nth degree so this also comes in hand we say information is power it's all about being as data driven as possible and uh because quick- there is so much of data out there now certainly is uh, let's say my company gets a low rating on on the rankings uh, can you tell me more about the feedback process and analysis and and what that exactly entails if you could sure absolutely and this is a very very key i would say benefit to a company that wants to be part of this program because for me it is invaluable as, as a business owner if i you know can either celebrate the performance and recognition or get the feedback. So when we have finished our analysis, when the list is published, 
we are approached typically by the companies that have not made the cut or the companies that are surprised because they thought that they were a key player in their sector but they are not so we actually welcome them to come to us so we can share the feedback with them including some key parameters because it's a uh, it's a complete metri- matrix of uh, parameters that goes into analyzing the the performance of the company so we can tell them that look these are some of the reasons where you are not scoring high and of course there is a chance they can go back and they can the following year again apply they can work on those parameters and and this is invaluable for them because they uh, the feedback that's coming from their industry you know mm-hmm. from, from their peer group itself awesome wow Was... And, and and this is not a paid uh, uh, service to, to them. You know, they could they could come and take the feedback. Of course, if they want our assistance to improve upon a particular area, and they are looking to to engage with advisors from anywhere, any subject matter experts, this is something they they, they may have to to budget for. But then, of course, the the benefits mm. will far outweigh the investment that they make. Certainly. Well, wow. it's all about having sound business processes because mm-hmm. most of the time, you know, we, we are looking at the numbers, but numbers are a result of a company having sound business processes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. Great to uh, have you on the program, Manjit. Lots of uh, uh, points to to carry and uh, assess as well at the same time. And uh, we would love to have you back on the on the program at some point soon. But uh, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you very much. That was Manjit Chabra, who is the managing director uh, at uh, Duns and Brat Street. Uh, and so we are going to be taking uh, a sh- shift in our discussions. We're going international again with a big development that took place in Nigeria. So just before the news headlines, we'll have that discussion. So do stay tuned to Pulse 95.